0: On today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together.
1: Uh, He went out looking for her. He was out there for like two and a half hours trying to find her, couldn't find her. Um, So he ended up making that 15 and a half hour drive back up to Atlanta. Without her? Without her. He had to leave her, couldn't find her. Um, And of course, you know, the police always say, oh, well, if she's not homicidal or suicidal, there's nothing we can do. We can't force her to go because she's an adult. She's 24 years old.
0: This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit BlackGirlsGettingTheirShiftTogether dot com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one-on-one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. A Tribe Vibe is a twist on Ladies Night, focusing on self-care for black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self care, self love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode.
2: This for the queens, sisters manifesting dreams. Get your cream by any means, and be with self-esteem. Be supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwish your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Crunching with your squad, or taking a girls' trip, Adjust your crown. You guys give to the world, say celestial body. Drink your water, meditate. Sun kiss God is heavenly water. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic, melanin popping. Whether you ratchet or lavish. Whether you push your savage, you a gift and the treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting their shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting their shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, dog. Hello, everyone, and welcome
0: to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. This is a podcast about mental health and awareness and wellness and everything that encompasses our community because you know we we can relate to each other how we can so before we get started some housekeeping please make sure like comment share subscribe to this channel because it really helps podcasters and the more you like and share this content the more youtube will say hey She has a really good podcast. Let me keep showing it to people on YouTube because there's healing in the conversation. And you're going to hear that again in this conversation. All right. Also, if this is the replay, make sure please type replay in the comments so that I know that where you're coming from, type whatever city, state, country you're coming from. Let me know. All right, we're going to get right into it. I have a wonderful guest in the background, and I'm going to bring her in. Before I do that, you all have to get ready. This sister has a lot of energy, and it's a capital E energy. Are you ready? (laughs) Look at her. Look at her.
1: Look at her. I'm in the background like...
0: (laughs) getting excited. Oh, wait. This is one of my favorite. Oh. Hey, Patri- mm. hey Patrice. That's Patrice. Hey Patrice. Hey <laughs> Patrice. Oh my god, I haven't seen her in so long. She was one of another guest I had on last season. And she she has great energy too. Beautiful voice. Okay, Jackie, how are you, love? I am outstanding, outstanding. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. You look outstanding. Thank you. I tr- Look, I'm trying to do it like this, right? Girl. But I can't see. <laughs> I try. So we both gonna look like friends. this squinting. I got
1: to put them on. I got to put them on. So excuse the glare. We're going to learn how to get rid of that glare. And it might go down as the sun goes down. But yeah, we just have, y'all have to work with it. Look, I got eyes though. And they're so pretty. So well, I'm going to put my eyeballs on. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: How thank was you your day
1: today? Me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Can I share right quick? Can I share right quick?
0: Girl, please. This is our hour just of power. I got to tell your
1: people. I just got to tell your people. Come how. closer to the
0: microphone, love. Can you hear me? Yes, much better.
1: Okay, okay good. All right, y'all getting off face. Okay. So I just have to just tell your listeners how much of a blessing you have been to me. And helping me. Y'all, boy, you can give her flowers today, boo. When I tell you this girl pushed me into, uh, she made me uncomfortable. She pushed me. And because of you, I am moving. I am, it's it's coming along. My podcast is coming along. My 501c3 is starting to come along. I'm getting the business incorporated. Like, Ursula, y'all, Ursula, she did that. That's all I got to say. She did that, y'all. I just had to give her her little flowers right quick before she jumps into whatever she's going to ask me, because I don't know. But I just had to give her flowers right quick so you guys know how much of a blessing this woman has been to me.
0: Okay, go ahead, Ursula. Thank you so much. But you did the work. Trust me. You did the work. And you were open. And I am so proud of you. You you. made that happen very quickly. That's (laughs) because you pushed me like, okay, what
1: day are you going to do? I was like, oh, a date. (laughs) Like, you're going to make me pick a date? okay. So I picked a date. You pushed it July 6th. And it's been going ever since. It's been going ever since. So, yes.
0: It really has been going. And I'm very proud of you. We're going to talk about your podcast. Uh, So let me tell the listeners how you, you and I met. Apparently, we have two mutual friends. I had no idea. And two people that I absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. And so Jackie called me out of the blue. Um, didn't know her, but we had that mutual. Oh, well, let's give Lisa Marie some credit and our yeah. congratulations on yeah. her winning. Uh, what is it? County Solicitor Sol-
1: General for Gwinnett County.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And thank you, everyone who voted for her. So that's what the referral, that's how it came to fruition. And We, Jackie and I went full steam ahead, and once Jackie told me her story, and this is the thing, Jackie did not know that I also was a mental, or is a mental health advocate.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what I, all I knew is Lisa Marie said, you need to call her. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah, and so as we were speaking, um, that just happened to come out in the conversation, and then... When I heard Jackie's story, I asked her if she could be one of my special guests. And here we are a month later on August 3rd. Yeah,
1: (laughs) exactly. Like almost exactly one month later, too, because my podcast did start on a Wednesday. Yeah. So,
0: wow.
1: Yeah. So actually about a month later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had to get some room to get in on, on your podcast, but I'm here now. So we, we ready.
0: Yeah, we're ready. So one thing, your your audio was a little crackly whenever you speak. So I don't know if I don't know. Maybe a little too you think I'm does too it sound far? Maybe you know I have to use this little
1: iPad now instead of my computer with my great microphone.
0: I know, I know, I'm sorry. But how does it sound? Is it a little bit better? Yeah, it sounds great. It's just whenever you talk, it's a little crackly. Okay, we'll try to work on that. We'll work through it. yeah. Because we're on a mission for mental health. We We are definitely on a mission. We're going to power through it. So it's fine. All right. So anyways, that's how uh, Jackie and I met. And I titled this this podcast Storytime, You Never Know, because you never know what people go through at Absolutely. all. And it's curveballs. So you want to tell us about how your, your social media presence was before your curveball? Cause from my understanding, a lot of people were always engaged with you on Facebook. Right. So, um,
1: so I'm always doing a live, like I'm always, I don't know. I'll just one day drive down the street and get this little bug that says go live. And I'm driving and I'm live. And people jump on. I'm like, people actually sit here and watch me. You know, you guys really sit here and listen to what I got to say. But people do. And so I do it all the time. And people used to always say, oh, my gosh, you need a YouTube channel. You need a YouTube channel. And what I was doing was uh, I I always told one of my good girlfriends, her name is Dana Green, she keeps my hair red.
0: Oh, I know her, too. No, I'm joking. I'm about to say, what? (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs)
1: So Dana, um, you know, I, I was sitting in the salon and it was New Year's and I'm like, you know what, this year I'm going to go ahead and start that YouTube channel that everyone keeps saying I need to start. But I want to be funny on my channel because I'm a funny person. I'm lively. I love to cut up.
0: Very to- much so.
1: And my my YouTube channel was going to be about like Wendy Williams. I was going to talk about people, you know, just have me a good old time on there. But every time I tried to start it, I never could because I kept getting this voice telling me while well, I'm asleep you're going to talk about mental health. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Mm-mm, no, that's it's too deep. Mental health is deep. And I'm like, I'm not deep. You know, I'm funny, not deep. And I never was able to start this YouTube channel that I kept saying I wanted to start because God was like, Nope, you're going to talk about mental health. And so an incident occurred in my life. Do you want
0: me to share? Uh, In a moment. Okay. Yes. It
1: occurred in my life and, the next thing you know, um, I did a Facebook Live. It was a gut wrenching, snap nose, crying. Which I was not expecting to do any of that. Um, it just happened. I was just sharing my story. I'm always transparent. I, I always, I'm always sharing my stories. You know, I, I'm, I'm an open book. Um, and I was sharing my story about my daughter. And the next thing I know, my phone was blowing up like really i
0: didn't know that part blowing
1: up i'm talking about blowing up i'm from california so them calls were coming from cali they were coming from texas they were coming from alabama they were coming from georgia and people were telling me their stories people were all telling me their experience with mental health whether it's with their child their sister their parent their whatever their uh, ex-husband there whatever people started sharing all these stories and so I'm like drained I'm not a therapist but I felt like one when I was done because mm-hmm. it was draining taking on everyone's story mm. and so I asked God you know what am I supposed to do with this and so that's when I decided okay I'm gonna go ahead and give into this mental health thing you keep saying you want me to talk about
0: right and that's
1: how this that's how it started but we ended up not doing YouTube. We ended up doing a podcast. (laughs) Well, it streams on YouTube, but I'm just saying we we didn't just do like a YouTube channel or just continue to do Facebook Lives and things like that. We decided to structure it and turn it into a podcast.
0: Wow. On my vision board, one of my sayings that I, I found a clip and it said, making an income while making an impact
1: oh ooh, ooh, that's a good one
0: isn't it that's
1: a good one that's a good one and you know I that's never what you're
0: doing thought, that's what we're doing
1: yes i never i i never seen that for myself like that was not that was not my vision that was not this was not me this was not my plan this was not what i planned on doing not to say that i couldn't make any money or anything like that having a youtube channel or something I just didn't plan on it coming out like this. This I know. This is not the plan. (laughs) It wasn't my plan. Let's put it like that. It was God's plan. He knew. But it
2: was
1: my plan. This is not what Jackie had planned for herself.
0: Spirit said, hey, no, no, no. We're going to go. You're going this way. It's fine. But come over here. We're we are going this way. right? (laughs)
1: And I guess God knew I don't want you on here talking mess about folks and their relationships and stuff anyway. Being messy. I don't want you on here being messy. We got enough messiness going on. We need something that's, you know, that impacts people, that changes people's lives, that helps people. We just not going to have you on here acting a fool every week, even though he knows I can do that. No, no, we're we're going to impact people's lives in a positive way. So that's what this has happened.
0: You know, I love that because I talk to some of my podcast sisters and brothers and family. A lot of them, several, has said that they had their their vision was to the right, but spirit led their vision to the left. But in the meantime, they were already uh, gathering their followers, Ooh. right? Yep, you get it. Yep, yep. like I said,
1: I'm. I'm. I, it shocks me every time someone says, "Girl, I watch you on Facebook. Girl, you so funny." I'm like, "Y'all sat there and took your time to watch me? Like who? What made you watch me? You know? Yeah." But God already knew. Let me go ahead and start creating her her people. Let me start creating a flock for her yes get it going and those same people are going to continue to because my part even though the even though the conversation is deep my personality hasn't changed i Mm. I still i'm still the same i'm still funny with it i'm still i'm Mm. still me so i didn't have to become only only difference is i don't cuss as much as i usually do that's the only difference (laughs) (laughs) only difference i don't cuss because i'm a cusser so that's the only difference
0: is I don't use them, drop them bombs like I would. Take them. <laughs> that is hilarious. You know that's funny. Ooh, I just thought about this. I I don't cuss it. Nah, you know I am a cusser. I do cuss more. Um, the audio <laughs> on the audio podcast. I mean, I do hear sometimes, but no, I cool. I love that because. I think when no, I know cuz I've been this person when we talk about mental health that it is so yeah, it is heavy but it does not change us. I feel like it's another facet of us. Yeah. That people yeah. can see and nothing's wrong with going deep because we walk around so much in our conscious mind there's a lot going on subconsciously, so right. there's nothing wrong with digging a little deeper and getting to know who you truly are. Yes. Like, for real. Like for, real for real, for mm-hmm. real. Right. This journey is really,
1: I got my own therapist now. <gasps> I have one of those before. Girl, <laughs> give me a high five. Give me a high five. Yes, ma'am. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Because like I said, for one, the topic is heavy and I'm not, I don't provide advice. I don't give you advice. I can only give you my opinion. Mm -hmm. And so when people are sharing their stories with me, it's a lot to take on because sometimes I see me in them. You remember healing is in the conversation, right? You know, Mm -hmm. I just, I take that. I'm about to put that on the shirt. (laughs) <laughs> healing is in the conversation and i say it all the time and sometimes when i'm listening to some of the guests on the show i'm like oh that sounds like me a little bit you know not that i'm yeah. self-diagnosing or anything like that but i can relate and it's heavy so i had to yeah. find someone to dump my heaviness on right so i, I went not got me one i went and got me a good one
0: that is amazing. Doesn't it feel good to yes.
1: discharge? Yes, I got me a I got me a Dr. Nicole, and Dr. Nicole um, makes teas and all kind of things like that. Or you know, she's an herbalist as well, mm. um, and so she creates. Like I'm having hot flashes right now, and the only reason why I'm having them is because I had to wait for her to create me something else to go with, you know, anything, everything else I'm taking. Right. And so she has something for me. To alleviate these hot flashes and my mood swing. She had to give me a mood booster, you know, to, to improve my mood. Everything is natural. Girl, give Everything. me that number.
0: Got gotcha. you. <laughs> gotcha. She'll send me something in the mail. Text me that number.
1: Yeah, she got me regular. I'm like, girl, you got me regular? You know, she she's one of those. She'll put you some, get in the lab and create you a little tea to go with whatever you got going on. And, yeah, you just drink a little tea. she got me off caffeine. I didn't think anyone could ever ever get me off caffeine.
0: She got me off caffeine. Wow, I'm not a big caffeine person, but I tell her I need something for chocolate. She might give you for that no, I'm serious <laughs>
1: she might give you something for that, but yeah, she, mm. she's awesome, so, yeah, so I got a therapist to help me you know to help me go through we're actually moving out of the therapy part more into the coaching part um wow like life coaching yeah yeah, yeah. we're in, kind of in the life coaching phase she's mm-hmm. helping me, but you know of course my grief but she helps me through the life coaching phase of my life as well never that's of, amazing never seen that in my life before but it's here
0: that's amazing I'm so yeah. proud of you <laughs> I thank you and you know what I love well before I tell you what I love why do you think mental talking about mental health or mental illness is so taboo in the black community we're just we are prideful people yeah
1: we are prideful people and because our pride was stripped from us many Mm. years ago Mm -hmm. slavery and things like that men you know their pride was taken away women know, being raped and things like that, men being beaten, um, the pride was taken away. So once we got into a part in our lives where we can actually stand up, the last thing we want is some stigma bringing us down. Mm. So I think that we have carried that with us uh, for so long that it's just completely shameful. But one thing I've, I've learned so far is we're not the only ones who are ashamed of mental illness. We all just handle it different. Latinos are just like us. They're ashamed. They handle it different. Asians, you know, what we do is we just say, um, well, you know, uh, Uncle Uncle Woodrow, you know, he's just crazy. So we just let Uncle Woodrow just be crazy, you know, because that's just what he is. Mm -hmm. Latinos, they do the same thing. You know, Uncle Mm -hmm. Pedro, Uncle Pedro, just crazy. We just let Uncle
0: Pedro be crazy, or and, we say pray about it. I know black it. folks, and that just that irritates they, they me.
1: Mean, we got demons, and and then you have like Asians. They keep them people inside the house. They don't let them out, right? We do too. Well, we do, we do we do, but Asians tend to, you know, they they move their whole family in. We move our whole families. in too, but they move their whole family in. White people, they put their people in hospitals, right? So we so they don't have to be seen. They get, Mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, special schools for their children and things like that. So they don't have to interact with all the other kids and stuff like that. So we all hide it. it. It's a stigma amongst all of our races, I believe. But I think for us, I just think that we were so our pride was snatched up from us that we don't want anything else making us look shameful to any other community.
0: Exactly. Yes, I I agree with that. Um, I think it's, I think podcasts like ours and the other hundreds of thousands that are out there, I believe with the increase of these podcasts is what is going to, or actively decreasing the, the stigma, the destigmatization of mental health in our community. Absolutely. That, that's true strength to me. That's truly building a community. So uh, that's why I always try to support other podcasts that's in alignment. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I love also,
1: it. now that um, celebrities are speaking out, I think Drake just was it? Drake? No, uh, not Drake, uh, The Game, the rapper, The Game. You know, he's supposed to be so hard and all this stuff. And you know it's a rapper from Cali, and he just came out talking about all the mental health things that have occurred in his life,
0: where he's taking really?
1: medication, he's seeing therapists. You know, so when Ooh, you, yeah, I love
0: that. I like, love that. It,
1: it's it's at some point you got to realize something ain't right. Like <laughs> the way I've been doing things just doesn't work. And so I like when I see um, celebrities uh, come out. I just recently saw a football player. His name is Darren Waller. Um, he mm-hmm. had a lot of challenges before the NFL.
2: Mm-hmm. No
1: one really wanted to take a chance on him. And the Raiders took a chance on him. Mm-hmm. That's my team. That's how I know him. The Raiders. But, look, and he's a cutie pie. And <laughs> I just seen him do a, um, do a, like, a commercial, like an infomercial talking about his own mental health uh, challenges and how he's seeing a therapist. He's actually speaking for a company, uh, a therapist company.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, I love to see how Lil Wayne. Yes. Oh, oh, gosh, his story. You know, so Master P. Yeah. So when you start seeing people like that, who was, you know, so hard, I'm so hard, I'm so tough start talking about, I might've been hard. It might've been tough, but guess what? It's something tougher that's going on inside of my brain. And I want it fixed.
0: Yes.
1: that It helps us all so much. It helps us all so much.
0: It really does. So let's transition over into talking more about mental illness and the incident. I'm going to read a quote from psychiatry.org and it asks, what is mental illness? And it says mental illnesses are health conditions involving changes in emotion, thinking, or behavior, or a combination of these. And mental illnesses are associated with distress and or problems functioning in social work or family activities. And did you know that mental illness is common? And in a given year, nearly one in five, which is about 19%, of uh, the United States adults experience some form of mental illness. I'm sure. One in 24, which is 4.1% has a serious mental illness Mm -hmm. and one in 12, which is about eight and a half percent has a diagnosable substance Mm -hmm. use disorder. Mm -hmm. But ultimately mental illness is nothing to be ashamed of. It's a medical problem and it's no different than having heart disease or Mm -hmm. diabetes or uh, hypertension, cancer, polycystic you name it it is no different absolutely yeah so let's uh talk about the incident that was a curveball in your life we already know what direction we wanted jackie wanted to go in the wendy williams direction he did but spirit said "Uh uh-uh and then what happened and whatever you feel comfortable talking about let i'm okay with whatever you feel comfortable sharing So mental illness
1: came into our family um, about five years ago with my Mm -hmm. daughter. Um, She started to display some kind of strange behavior, like when she was going off to college. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: when she went to college, it completely came out. And she called and she was saying, you know, oh, the FBI is tapping my phone and uh, the Christians upstairs are stomping, and I need a gun because my roommate's trying to kill me. So I knew... Something was wrong. So we went and uh, picked her up, took her to the hospital. Um, She was in Georgia. You know, it's called 1013. Um, Mm. So that's like a 48-hour, 72-hour hold, 48-hour, to 72-hour hold that they do to evaluate you, to get you stable and get you back out, you know, in society. And so we sent her to the hospital. Um, Of course, everyone was like, she just needs to go to church. Um, oh, prayer there's nothing wrong with her and of course she believed that as well there's nothing wrong with me um, something might be wrong with all of you but I don't need any medicine but um, there's nothing wrong with me and so with that being said because she refused to accept a diagnosis of bipolar um, she's she, it got worse and worse and worse over the years so for the mm-hmm. past five years um, she has gotten worse. So she has developed schizophrenia. Um, she has this uh, thing where she likes to run away to Miami with no nothing. No job, no money, nowhere to live, no car. But she leaves with these grand ideas of, oh, I'm going to try out for the Miami Dolphins. Oh, I'm going to go uh, get in the I've got to go down there because I, I got a job. at at. <laughs> At Twin Peaks. I'm like, you got Twin Peaks here. You're going all the way to Miami to go to Twin Peaks. So, you know, like her, her thought process was just out of the ordinary. And so it was getting so bad to where, you know, we have flown back and forth to Miami to she gets in crisis where she is delusional. She's seeing things. People are, you know, after her. People are stealing from her. You know, she has all these delusions and hallucinations and things that go on. And to add a side note to it, um, she smokes a lot of marijuana, okay? So of the THC in the marijuana that she is trying to just smoke uh, doesn't work with any types of medication. So if you're taking medication, you can't smoke marijuana. And so it was just like a battle. So she's been hospitalized within the last two years, tw- at least 12 times, if not more. So she's mm-hmm. been every single mental health hospital in this metro Atlanta area. Um, at least 12 times, and we never could get her any help. And her last day was at um Peachworth, and uh, she was released. And before she was released, the doctor said, you know, I know she needs long-term care. Oh, really?
0: Doctor,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Mm. He said, I was doing her a disservice by constantly having her 10-13. Um, she really just needs long-term care. But guess what? There isn't any. And it, the ones that you can find, I can't afford $30,000 for six day. You know, some places have uh, 10 beds and there's like, you know, a months and months long waiting list for those beds. Um, insurance might not cover this, might not cover that. I even went and got an additional insurance policy. So she has insurance on my job plus an additional policy to get her you know, to make sure she has insurance. Nothing worked. So moving forward, quick, the long story short, she got out of Peachford. She asked her dad to, if she can go to the store in his car, and she drove his car to Miami. Mm -hmm.
2: Um,
1: I think that she was trying to come back to, come back north, but ended up going further south. She ended up going further south, Mm -hmm. and ended up in Key Largo, Key West. And she was out there trying to sell his car. So, of course, you know, they were like, hey, you know, something not right here. Um, I'm in law enforcement. So, you know, of course, law enforcement is always going to reach out to law enforcement. And they called me and I explained her story, you know, what was going on with her. So they did what's called the Baker Act, which is the same thing as 1013. They put her in a hospital, um, for three days. Her dad went down there and got her on the way out of Key West. As soon as he hit the turnpike, she jumped out the car, took off running.
0: I didn't know that part.
1: Yeah. Jumped out the car. Because I was trying to do a long story short, you know. Right. Uh, took off running. Uh, uh, he went out looking for her. He was out there for like two and a half hours trying to find her. Couldn't find her. Um, so he ended up making that 15 and a half hour drive back up to Atlanta. Without and, her? Without her. He had to leave her. Yeah. Couldn't find her. Um, and of course, you know, the police always say, oh, well, if she's not homicidal or suicidal, there's nothing we can do. We can't force her to go because she's an adult. She's 24 years old. Um, But we have guardianship of her. So we did petition DeKalb County Court to get guardianship of her. So we do have guardianship of her, which didn't really help much. The only thing that that helped was facilities could not deny disclosing the treatment plan that they were giving her because we were her guardians. Mm. But because she is an adult, if she said, well, I don't want them to know what's going on, then they can't tell us what's going on because of HIPAA laws and things like that. Even if they're a guardian. If you're a guardian, you don't have a choice. you got to give me the information. Okay.
2: Right. So they
1: did give us, you know, the information and, you know, we never were able to get her stabilized. That was the biggest thing. We were never able to get her somewhere where she can get stabilized. Mm -hmm. And so what ended up happening was she made her way up to Miami, some kind of way. We knew that she was in crisis because she would call with this. um, She assumed a new identity. So her thing was while she was, for the past few years, her dad and I um, are not her parents. Um, we She lives in Austin, Texas, or and there was a fire. We kidnapped her and raised her as our own. So she mm-hmm. doesn't believe that we're her parents. She, her new name is Annabelle. And so, yeah, so we were dealing with all this psychosis and all this stuff going on. Right. And so she made her way back up to Miami, and we knew she was not... Well, um, but we couldn't, you know, it would every time we would send her money, she said she wanted to come back to Georgia, she never would come back to Georgia. So, we're just financing your lifestyle in right. Miami, right? So, moving forward, she decided, uh, one day she was walking down the street. This is right before Memorial Weekend this year. She's walking down the street and she sees this record yard service. This guy left his car running. And she went and jumped in the car. He tried to stop her and he was pulling on the door handle and he fell. She ran him over and he died from his injuries. Mm. So now she is in custody in Miami. um, And they charged her with second degree murder, um, carjacking. And she gave that name Annabelle. And so false name, like false name date of birth type situation. So, I shared that story on Facebook. It was a lot longer than what I'm giving you. Um, but I shared everything. And when I was telling that story, it was raw Mm. because the incident just occurred and I didn't know what to do. And so I was just crying and I just didn't know what to do. Right. And that's when I received all those phone calls, like I was telling you about. Um, and then, um, God said, look, I've been telling you, you're going to talk about mental health. Mm. And so now, since you wouldn't do it on your own, we're going to use your daughter. We're going to use your daughter. So my daughter has been the vessel for a lot of things around us, around our family. She has been the vessel for it, for it, you know? And so I realized that the mental health system in Georgia is terrible. It we is. are for like 49th in the country with providing services to people.
0: Are we, I didn't know that.
1: We are 49, number 49. Wow. And so I was like, God, what am I What am I going to do with this? And so he gave me a vision and he said, you are on a mission. You're on a mission. Mm. I'm like, I'm on a mission. What kind of? You know, what like a mission, like a world tour? You know, what kind of mission you got me on? Like, like, like trial call quest, world tour mission, or what what kind of mission you about to put me on? And he (laughs) said, You are going to open those facilities that denied your daughter.
0: Oh, wow. You
1: are going to learn to change legislation to where physicians are are put in a position where they are able. Without having to go through so many court hoops, you know, that's the problem with keeping people. They have to go to court. And a lot of these physicians don't want to go to court to petition to say, hey, this person here needs longer term care. Mm. They don't want to do it. So it's easier to just let me go ahead and release them. And if you still have problems, call the police, have the police come out and see if they can 1013 them again. And then we'll start the process all over again.
0: And you know that ten thirteen doesn't always work out. No, as you know what you do for a living. Absolutely. And what we see on the news when there's a legitimate Absolutely. mental health crisis, it does not always. No, it Some people do that. not walk away alive. No, some people do not walk away alive, and you can't guarantee they're
1: going to go back to that same facility where they. So once you go to another facility, you got to start all over again. You got to mm-hmm. start all over. So the person never receives the treatment they're supposed to receive. So God said, this is going to be your mission. Hmm. You're going to open these facilities. You're going to open these facilities. You're going to start yourself a nonprofit. I'm like, a non-who? What? Oh, five, what? five sixty five 432B? What? Oh, what you talking about? A who? What's it called again? <laughs> I'm a one, six, three. No, I ain't I don't know about this type of stuff. You know, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a company person. I get up and I go clock in daily. You know, I'm a company person. I don't know about profits, non-profit, no-profit, full-profit, this profit I don't know about that kind of stuff. But God said, this is what you're getting ready to do. Mm. So, every since then, ever since that day, and I started receiving all those phone calls, I had one lady call me, and she said, the Holy Spirit told me to call you. I hope your people are praying, people. The Holy Spirit told me to call you. And he said that you are going to meet people that are that are going to help you on your job, which is you through Lisa Marie. You're going to, <sighs> don't tell me God got ain't real, girl. You're going to meet <laughs> God, who is going to assist you with what you with what you are doing? And she said, Jackie, you are on a mission for mental health.
2: What? I don't
1: wear pearls, but I sure clutched them.
0: (laughs) I think we both clutched them just at the same time just now. We were like, what? (laughs) Really?
1: God used people to convince me. He put people in my path. Not that I don't believe in God. Not that I don't have faith or anything like that. Hmm. It's just that he was putting confirmations in my path to, to let me know this is real. And this is what's getting ready to happen. This is what you're getting ready to do, and in the end, give God all the glory because that's who, who deserves it, you know. Right.
0: And that's how
1: this baby, this 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 baby, as you called it, this is how I birthed this baby. Mm. Didn't ask for it, wasn't looking for it, but that's how this came about. All this through wow. my daughter, and also it helps me cope when I know I'm helping other people heal, when we're healing through the, in, in, in these conversations, it gives, it helps me cope with my daughter's situation because it's a, it's a hard one. I'm in law enforcement. I've did any and everything I could to keep these kids protected from, from the law. Mm. And this particular situation right here, I, there is absolutely nothing
0: I can do. Nothing. Wow. How does that make you feel when there's there's that oh. sense of loss of control? Just I cannot. I've tried, but I cannot do anything. It's out of my control.
1: It's out of my control. And that's how the therapist helps. Because yes. it's a breathing process, for one. <sighs>
0: It is, you're going to make me cry. Don't cry
1: because you're going to make me cry and I put makeup on. It's a grieving process for one.
0: Yeah. And
1: for two, I have been in control of every situation for so long. I've been law enforcement since 1997. Wow. So I've been telling people what to do. Um, You can do it my way or another way, but it's getting done. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been you know I've been in control for years I've never been in a position of something that I can't control so it makes me it was frustrating me it was it was it was tormenting me because mm. I not call anyone or anything or anybody to fix this I fix everything
0: Wow!
1: I fix every. And you can ask every. I got five kids and a grandson, and you can ask every single one of them. I have fixed everything, and that probably is not a good thing, you know, as a parent because they right. can't learn as long as I'm there to fix it. They don't. They can't call on call on the Lord when they need to because their mama is always there to fix it. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Speaking but, of your, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Speaking of your kids, uh, I encourage everyone to look at Jackie's YouTube channel. Her first episode—talk oh, about crying! I was, <laughs> I was shedding some tears because Jackie had her kids on as her guests, and. When you ask them each how did they feel? Look, I'm about to start crying now. So
1: I have them as my first guest because I know this situation has impacted them as well. And I wanted to give them an opportunity to share whatever they wanted to share, say whatever they wanted to say without mm-hmm. without helicopter mama all in the all in the way.
0: And you did so well, you let them express, mm-hmm. and they they spoke from the heart. It was touching yeah, they did yeah.
1: and they surprised me because I didn't know i learned I actually learned some things about them that I didn't know. I didn't realize they were like me. I used to tell everyone none of my kids act like me. my kids are so they're so reserved, and all this stuff. I'm loud wherever I go, people know when you wear red hair like this. <laughs> And walk in a room, people are expecting. Oh my God, that thing right there! You know she loud, you know. <laughs> right, right. But, but my kids are not loud like that. But they are a lot like me because they love letting people tell them things about themselves.
0: I remember your and, son said that the one who's a barber in college. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: And, and and I was like, huh? I know that even my oldest son. Um, Ortega, he said the same thing. People are always coming to me, telling me their problems. Like, he's a fixer. And I was like, huh, I did not know that you guys, did, you know, that's me, you know. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to, to let them share their experience of what it was like, because I wanted people to see that their sister grew up normal. She grew up just like them, just getting in trouble like they get in trouble, just mischievous, you know, typical Typical kid, typical teenager. and that You'll hear them say she was the smartest.
0: Yes, I caught that. She Effortly, was effortlessly smart. Yep.
1: Um, and so they expected her to go on and do great things. They did not expect her to, you know, to have this occur. So I wanted people to see that you can have, you can, your life can go great. Like, everything's fine. You are planning for all of your kids to graduate and go off to college and do great things and get out your house and, you know, graduate from college, get married, have kids. Like, once they graduate from high school, you're like, whew, whew, I did it. And then you just expect them to go on and do great things from there with a couple bumps in the road because they're still young. Right. But no one saw this coming. No one saw this coming. So I wanted people to see that this that mental illness can affect a home at any time Mm -hmm. and it it could be your smartest kid you know it can happen to any of us at any time and not only can it happen to any of your kids at any time but it can also happen to us at any time
0: absolutely at any time
1: I felt like um, I was going to have a mental breakdown
0: Mm. when this happened to me
1: because I felt betrayed. What do you mean
0: by that, betrayed?
1: I felt felt that I did everything right. I wasn't perfect, but I did everything right. Everything. I sacrificed so much, and Mm. I did so much, and this is what happens, and this is what happens. So I felt, I felt betrayed. Like I worked too hard. Mm -hmm. I worked too hard. And now I got to deal with this.
0: Right. Right.
1: I got to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this.
0: Mm. So
1: I felt, I felt betrayed.
0: Did you you feel betrayed by God? By your, your your daughter, just by life, spirit just by
1: just by life.
0: Yeah. Like how
1: could this happen to me? And I remember hearing, you know, I have a few girlfriends that I grew up with
0: mm-hmm. and they were
1: telling stories about their children and their mental, mental illnesses and all the, the things that they're going through. And and I was just like, whew, yeah, you know, I'ma sit here and listen, but oh God, I'm so glad that's not me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm so glad that's not me. And guess what? It's me.
0: Yeah, it's me. Yeah. And
1: so it, it it took a. I thought I was going to lose it. I mm. thought I was. Going, I thought I was going to lose it. I really did.
0: Kudos to you for gaining your own tools and seeking therapy. Because we're not perfect, and especially with Black women, I know we are card-carrying members of a super Black woman, and we fix and do everything. But mm-hmm. how—that's a lot to carry. It's a lot. It's a it lot. Is. So um, I'm very proud of you that you thank have. you. That is amazing. And now we are we're healing out loud, right? Right.
1: You know, pe- some people said, you know, how could you, how could you be so open like that? Like, how could you just, I, I could never do that,
0: mm-hmm. you know?
1: And I said, you know, um, in order for me to heal and get past this, I have to talk about it because mm. I don't want to do it by myself. And I know that some of y'all are out there going through what I'm going through and I want to do it by myself. So in order for, in order to get help from y'all, I got to tell you.
0: Exactly. We all live a lot of parallel lives. I was, I told you this, maybe I told you or not, I was listening to this podcast and it was a, a comedian and she had another comedian on the show and the host, she is very much uh, a mental health advocate and she was sharing, or the other, her guest was sharing how when she was younger that she was kidnapped. Yes. And she told her story and the same thing like you, people started reaching out to her. People she did not know, they were DMing her, inboxing her and they were saying, they experienced the same thing and that they hate that that happened to her. However, they feel good knowing that they were not the only person. Yeah. They were not by themselves. They were not the only person. Uh, Cause who, I mean, I don't know anyone who's been kidnapped, you know, but apparently it opened a floodgate when that comedian had mentioned that. And, the people were saying who who inbox her they felt so much better just to get get it off of their chest yeah yeah i have a question for you one of our listeners she wants to know why did they lock your daughter up in prison instead of putting her in an institution for her mental illness
1: good question
0: so thank you patrice for your question thank you patrice so this is new um she was just
1: recently arrested uh, right before Memorial Day. This year. So, yes. So she's not in prison as of yet. She's at the, you know, county jail. Um she's been charged. She's been formally charged.
0: Oh she um, has. Yes. yes. She has been oh, okay. charged.
1: I mean they're there's serious it's a serious crime, you know. Um someone someone lost their life. Um but because right now they're trying to see if she's competent enough for trial or not. So that's like a whole process that they have to do. Um, so she's not, she's not in prison just yet. Um, and we, we don't know what the end is going to be. We don't know what they're, you know, we don't know right now. All we know is she's arrested and charged and they're trying to determine if she's competent enough for trial or not.
0: So while she is there, can she still receive treatment to at least get her competent? Even if she, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, you know, jails are funny. Your audio sounds impeccable, by the way. It does? Now, yes. But go ahead.
1: Oh, my God. Because I just plugged in my charger and lifted it up. Maybe my microphone was low.
0: Ah. You know, we didn't plan on
1: using this iPad initially so um, that's what it
0: is then yeah
1: so basically um, oh Ursula so what did you just ask me uh,
0: while she was while she's locked up with them giving her treatment to have her become competent or yeah. so um, wait wait excuse me and do they have to force it on her I don't know how this works yep yeah, so let me tell you All right. So
1: um, in the county jail, she can refuse medication. What? Yes. So if you have someone who believes that nothing is wrong with them, they don't need medicine. They ain't going to take it. And the county jail doesn't force it. Now, if she is um, deemed incompetent by the court, they will send her to a hospital. Listen, not send anybody. So if the court deems a person incompetent, um, they will send them to a hospital. And at that time, you are forced. You got to take the medication. You got to go with the program. And the goal is to get you competent enough to understand what you're being charged with. Once you're at that point, they'll bring you back to the jail to face the charges. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you go from there. So it just depends on, you know, for one, what you're charged with. And, you know, for two, how long is it going to take for you to become competent?
0: We don't know. That's, I am not in the medical field. I'm not a therapist. I'm not in law enforcement. I don't, I Anyone who's in either of those fields, please DM me, inbox me something. I need to know how does that work with a patient if they are clearly incompetent? Not saying your daughter. I'm talking about anyone Anybody. In, 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 that's incarcerated for them to refuse medication, but yeah. they are mentally incompetent. So make it make sense for me. I don't understand that.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's. Very challenging.
0: Um, Ooh, we need to ask Nicole, not your therapist, Nicole, our mutual friend Nicole.
1: Yeah, it's um maybe she may know. You know, it's um it it's a tricky thing, you know, because y- you have to go through several evaluations before a judge is willing to grant you to be incompetent. You know, otherwise you'll have people trying to take advantage of the system all the time. Right. So you receive several evaluations before the judge says, you know, okay, you know, we'll go ahead and say that this person is incompetent and get them, you know, sent to a hospital to get competent. So they can, they may not agree with the charges. They may feel, hey, I didn't do it. Whatever the case may be. The the goal is you need to be able to understand them.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Understand them. They don't it's not to it's not you're not there to say oh i'm innocent oh i'm guilty oh i did it oh i didn't do it you have to be able to because if a if a court proceeds and you are not competent you can they can they can come back and win on an appeal really
0: yes yeah,
1: so a person will be able to uh, appeal that conviction if they're convicted um if they're convicted but they and they had a trial without this person being competent so no judge wants that no judge wants that so they're going to do whatever it is they need to do to to ensure that court is
0: is so-called fair so while a person is incarcerated do they keep them in general population or do they have a certain a special sector where they live yes i will hope so yes so they do have mental
1: health floors mental health living areas um what I don't like about miami's um miami's mental health is she receives no mail um no commissary um she's out one hour a day It's kind of like you're being punished for being for having mental health because if you're on the really? regular floors if you're on the regular floors you out all the time you get you know you get your mail you get your commissary you get everything you want need and but because you have mental illness, they say for your for your safety that, um, yeah, that you can't receive anything.
0: See, now I'm very curious about this. Yeah, you know, we don't have to have a sidebar conversation. I yeah. so
1: many. I just got. I just got. Uh, I sent. I sent her a card every week, nice. and I, re- I just recently got one back, and it said that you know level one and level two inmates cannot receive mail for their safety. So I don't know what they can do with paper. Eat it. I don't know.
0: Maybe um, if, maybe the words on it can be triggering, but I'm sure they read the mail. They read don't know the mail. that. Yeah,
1: they read the mail. That's how we know, you know, they, you, they read the mail um, or at least skim the mail. Look for keywords, you know.
0: Right. Um, yeah. Patrice said, wow, that's unbelievable. Very much so. I've only I've only heard
1: from her one time since she's been there.
0: Wow. Um,
1: but my daughter was very uh, manipulative. She was very manipulative. So I feel like, you know, she said I wasn't her mom. So you were calling me, though, when you wanted something. When mm. you wanted money and when you wanted some money, then Annabelle's calling me. Mm. Yeah. But when she doesn't need anything, she's not calling me. So I'm wondering, you know, if she's just choosing, just, I just don't want to call. She's not my mom. I'm not calling her.
0: So because you all are her guardians while she's going through her mental evaluations, are her therapists allowed to give you and your husband updates? How does that work? Um, so, (laughs) If you want to answer, no,
1: I have no problem, and I'm laughing because I don't think she has a therapist. They have a social worker in the jail, Um, okay, or
0: social worker. Yeah, I wasn't sure which term I should use, but she has someone. Whoever is evaluating her, are they able or can they contact you and your husband? So they, they, they don't. Um, what? What, we do, what
1: we've had to do is, Damn. yeah, what we've had to do is reach out to the chaplain and to the courts to let them know we have court order guardianship. She's like having a minor in your custody. Right. So whatever goes down, you need to let me know. And so now it's at a point where like her, even the public defender's office, they were like, if you don't send us that paperwork, we're not telling you anything. She's an adult. So we sent them the the court order, sent them the court order, and then the, the public defender started reaching out to us. Yeah. So now Ooh. people know, oh, they have guardianship of her. Yeah, we need to go ahead and communicate things that need to be communicated. But we don't get like daily updates or anything like that. I can call down there and speak with like the chaplain or something like that, and they'll call me back. You know, and usually I'll call like once every few weeks just to see, you know, how is she? Is she eating? Is she sleeping? You know, I know they can't tell me a whole lot, but, Mm -hmm. you know, physically, is she okay? Mentally, I already know she's not, but physically, Mm -hmm. is she okay? And he'll get back to me and tell me, yeah, physically, she's okay. Mentally, not so much.
0: Right. And how old is she? You said 24. 24. 24. 24. She's the oldest or was your son the oldest?
1: I have an oldest son. He's 32. Right. Then her, she's 24. Then the twins, they'll be 23 and on the 17th. And then I got a 14-year-old.
0: we so <laughs> really are twins. I thought you all were joking when you said, and then the twins.
1: Yeah, so the, the twin oh. girl that was sitting with me and then your the twin boy, they are twins. Yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't the intuitive son. Yes. I yes. did not know that. I thought you all were just joking. No. Okay.
1: Arthur Those two are twins. T and Tyson are twins. And then, you know, my oldest, and then India, and
0: then the baby. She's 14. Right. Um, I want to pull up this graphic. You know, we're both blind. We can't volunteer right. yeah, on the as big as possible, how there are some can you see? I can okay, well, let me do one more thing. Some of it is cut off, but these are signs these are just some signs. Remember, people, we are not therapists, mm-hmm. but some of this these signs are familiar. These are common signs of mental illness. And diagnosing mental illness isn't a straightforward science. We can't test it for it the same way we can test blood sugar levels for diabetes, but each condition has its own set of unique symptoms and through symptom and those symptoms overlap. Right. Common signs and or symptoms can include feeling very sad or withdrawn for more than two weeks. Uh, that was me. I've had, I've Suffered, battled with depression. So this is very real. Uh, Trying to harm or end one's life or making plans to do so. Severe, out of control, risk-taking behavior that causes harm to self or others. Sudden, overwhelming fear for no reason. Did you want to read the other side, if you can? Uh,
1: Seeing, hearing, and believing things that aren't real. So my daughter did experience that. Mm. Excessive use of alcohol or drugs. My daughter experienced uh, that. Drastic changes in mood, behavior, personality, or sleeping habits. One thing about her, be- because she's diagnosed with bipolar, mm. she had the mania side of the bipolar. So, mm. her, yes. So her mood changed all the time. One minute she was hi, mommy, I love you, and then it's like fub. You know, you ain't right. Mom. Yeah. She never slept. She would stay up for all night long, hours and hours and hours so that she never slept. Um, extreme difficulty concentrating and staying still. She never, she obviously could not stay still because she constantly ran to Miami, even during the pa- pandemic.
0: She Did she was, oh, really?
1: Absolutely. Because the flights were so cheap during the pandemic, you mm-hmm. know, $30 flights to Miami, you know, and she was constantly, constantly, flying back and forth here and there just erratic behavior right so definitely i cheap fits at least seven of those things on there from that right list. Mm-hmm.
0: wow so this is a lot um i want to share one other comment patrice said thanks for sharing your story we as black people can no longer hide the mental illness that plagues our community. Absolutely. Yeah. And that black folk want you to pray about every, everything. Pray it away. Everything. Sorry, you can't.
1: Yeah, you pray definitely
0: away. pray, but that's what doctors are in line for. That's what they are like,
1: for. Um, you don't ask them to pray the diabetes away. You just go home and stick yourself with that insulin.
0: Can you say it again for the people in the back Yeah, you you, you you don't pray
1: the diabetes away. You just if the doctor says, Oh, you got diabetes, and in order for you to live, you have to shoot yourself with this insulin. You go home, don't question it, don't do any research on it. You just tell everybody, I got the sugar. And they folks say I got the sugar. Girl, and
0: not the sugar.
1: Go <laughs> home and stick yourself with that juice in your stomach, knowing. You've been there petrified trying to get everybody and mama to stick you stick you with that needle because you can't do it. But you'll do it, right? Yes, sugar. The, because the doctor said you got the sugar. Right? You'll do everything that you need to do for it. But uh, one the doctor says, Oh my gosh, you know, you just got a little chemical imbalance going on in your brain. But guess what? We can fix it. We can exactly, fix it. And
0: exactly. And you then it's
1: like, oh no, oh no, there's nothing wrong with my brain. Oh no, no, no.
0: No. This sounds so familiar. What's the difference? What's the doggone difference? Yeah, I'll admit, I I will say this. First time on air, I I've been that person, and when I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, Mm -hmm. and I just knew something. Just I was just I just felt off. And so talking to my therapist and she suggested about, you know, maybe you may want to try some medication. And little did I know I was depressed. But after taking the medication and it, it, I don't know what the correct term is. It regulated me. Yeah, you know, leveled
1: that stuff out.
0: Yeah, exactly. It leveled me off and I have a clear ahead. And I get it when people say, Oh, it's gonna change me. No one ever knew that I was taking medication for my depression. Right. But I was still healing at the same time. Yes. And I feel so much better. And you know, there's been there's been some side effects as far as well, with me, it was the weight gain. But you know, I was I was actually talking to one of my friends about it when I first started a couple of years ago. And she said, Wow, that's something that you knew that that could have been a possibility about the weight gain however my peace of mind and my well-being is so much better absolutely worth it it was so worth it absolutely and just like patrice said the brain gets sick like any other part of your body
1: yeah yeah but our community we're quick to oh no
0: oh no oh no yeah, we gotta do better. We, we gotta do, do better, better as a community. Remember. We're getting better, but there's always room for improvement. Yeah,
1: we have a we still have a long way to go. We and do. you know, I do get the fact that, you know, um, my daughter used to say that the medication um it slowed her down. Like And she, it probably did. Like, but well, that's how you're supposed to be. Like she right. didn't like that feeling of being slowed down. She liked the go, 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 go feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's but the go 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 is
0: not normal, and she she just didn't like being slowed down. Yeah. Another thing I tell people if medication makes you feel off, whatever that off means, that's when we have those weekly, monthly. I forgot how often I went in, but to get it titrated, meaning have them. Tweak it, adjust it. Yeah, adjust it, tweak yeah. it, adjust it so that it can't. And it's no different than finding a uh, buying some shoes. And it feels good, but I don't really like how it makes me feel. Let me go. Let me get a size bigger. Yeah, you tweak the size, and now it fits perfect. And same thing with finding a therapist because not everybody is gonna judge. girl shit. I had I had a therapist fall asleep during our session. This was a while, a long, long time ago. Girl, I would have been
1: so mad.
0: I wanted to kick the goddamn table over. I was pissed off. But it just wasn't a good click. But I kept going. Uh, when I say I kept going, I found another therapist. Found another. And, mm-hmm. and my therapist and my my coaches, they're Yeah. Great fit. You know,
2: I've
1: been through tons of uh, blood pressure medicines. mm. You know, one of them had me had my heart racing and everything. I was like, "What the what? Do, what's?" This? It was dropping my my pressure too low.
0: Ooh, we had
1: to get rid of that one. I didn't know what it was, you know. And then we had one that made you cough all the time. Like she always just coughing. And I heard about you know just in a conversation, I heard someone talking about that particular medication with their dad and how it made them cough. And I was like, "Darn, that might be me."
2: So mm. you know,
1: I've gone through. uh. I finally have one that works, but I've also gone through the dosage amount of it. You know, mm. some of sometimes it was too high, so they had to take it down a little bit, you know, because it was dropping my pressure too low. And then one time it wasn't strong enough, you know. So it, it took some time to get it regulated. Right. Same with mental health medication. Like, any medication is not always guaranteed to work on the first go-around
0: hmm you know? exactly sometimes
1: you got to swap them out and the good part about it is now now that they have so many to choose from back in the day i remember a time when my mother was in the bed like couldn't get out the bed for like mm. a long time didn't know what was wrong with her you know but i to me i was like shh let her stay in the bed so i could run these streets <laughs> She was going through a bout of depression. And back at that time, the only medication was Prozac.
0: Ah. Prozac.
1: So, you know, we've come a long way from the from the Prozac days, you know. Right. So you several, several to choose from. You just have to find what works for you. Mm. Mental health is a mental health is a tricky thing. The brain is such an amazing organ in our body. And mental health is just a tricky, tricky. Thing, but we just
0: can't act like
1: it's it's not there
0: like we can't i mean you can but sometimes the consequences are not the most favorable whether no. if it's something as severe as what your daughter has gone through going through or something on a smaller scale it's still not favorable
1: yeah and um
0: kudos to people who have taking agency over their mental health and wellness yes. and kudos for you for being on a mission for mental health. So I much. love it. Uh, I want to, I, let me drop that link. I definitely encourage people to go back. I actually, i put the link in the show description. I had a lovely guest named Tony. And she had been diagnosed with bipolar, I think, type 2. Mm-hmm. And she told her story. And it was so powerful. It was, it was very powerful. Her story is powerful. So I am definitely going to share that in the show description notes. Also, everyone, please uh, subscribe to Jackie's page. I dropped the link in the show description box. So yes, please you can see... Yes, subscribe. and subscribe <laughs> Subscribe to her channel.
1: Subscribe, uh, like, and share so I can build this thing and really put all of my time into my, my vision that God gave me to open these facilities. These facilities are coming.
0: Absolutely, and it is. And I would love for you to be a guest again. Yes. You're always a pleasure to talk to. And everyone, if you found any of the content tonight was uh, something that made your soul vibrate. And if you wanted to support my channel, definitely like, comment, share, subscribe so that we can get these YouTube analytics up. And I also dropped the link to buy me a coffee. So, if you would love to support the channel and you'd like to buy me a coffee, I drop the link, and you can buy me a coffee or five or more, and it will help support all the content creation that I make in the the honeycomb. I call yes. it, I call my <laughs> podcast area the honeycomb. So, uh, any last parting words? Well, absolutely. Um, if
1: you are feeling some kind of way. If something feels off, something feels abnormal. If people are telling you, "Hey, you're not being yourself," seek some treatment for some. You know, for yourself, get some healing. Um, it'll make you feel better. You know, healing is in the conversation. If you just need to talk to somebody, just yes. just talk to somebody. It helps so 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 much.
0: Indeed, it does. Jackie, thank you so much for sharing your story. You. It was powerful, impactful. And um, we're all gonna pray for you and your family and definitely pray for your daughter. Thank you so much. Yeah, because this is beyond her control. And um, you're you're a great mom. You you're you. really climbing mountains very fast. Very oh, yeah. impressed. God
1: speed though. Yes.
0: Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for coming in, everyone, all my listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Make sure, please, again, like, share, comment, subscribe, and I will see you next week. Good night, everyone. Bye. Good
2: night. This for the queens. Sisters manifesting these dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self esteem. Cream and voodoo walk so mean. The way you fitting them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or Vica. Redesign your spots and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? it with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celeste your body, drink your water. Meditate, sin kiss, goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti. Black girl magic, melanin popping whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you boo- she a savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a shift together. These black girls getting a they-
0: Thank you for joining me on this episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. If anything you heard today made your soul vibrate, please like, comment, and share this episode with two of your friends. Thank you and I love you all.